Get ready for adventures on the high seas of Galarian. This is the Called Shot Podcast. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. A couple reminders for everyone. First off, we are still taking suggestions for ship names. So if you have something you'd like to hear us sail, you know, against to take over, to commandeer, be sure you send us your suggestions. If you can't find us on social media, you're not trying. We're out there, I promise. Also, uh, for those of you who listen to us on iTunes, especially, uh, leave us some reviews. We, We would love to have reviews there online. If you listen to us, wherever it is, leave a review, tell other people about us. Um, It really helps us out a lot and it helps other listeners to find us and you know you want them to. And also for those of you who are just joining us, if you don't want to or don't have time to catch up on all of the other episodes or just want to get a good idea of what's going on before you do that, check out episode 26.5, which is conveniently labeled the bottle episode, and we'll get you all caught up in our piratey fashion. So without further ado, welcome to episode 34 Ship shape. So I haven't seen you guys in a week. What have you guys been up to? Life, the universe, and everything. Working. Jessica Jones. Really? Watching yeah. I haven't started it yet. Uh, how is it? Um, I really liked it. It's It does something different, and it doesn't always succeed at it, but it's awesome that it tries to do something different. That's fun. Is this so. season two? Or yeah, they, season okay. two. I didn't say that. Oh, all right. Have to check that out. I've been watching Almighty Johnsons thanks to Adam's recommendation over there. Yeah, I love that show. That's it's one a of my good favorites. Show. I'm actually I finished season three like a week ago and I started season one again last night. <laughs> actually, uh, <laughs> nice. based off you guys watching it and other recommendations, I finally got around to starting Altered Carbon. Ooh, oh, so, yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's a good one. one. So we finished good. that one. We moved on, moved on to some anime. We've been watching Vampire Night, <laughs> which is very dramatic. Of course, <laughs> of course, yeah. Uh, Valley, how's your book challenge going? Good. <laughs> I haven't had as much time to read lately, so I've been doing some audiobooks while I'm at work. But uh, but it's an awesome group. Like people actually interact on yeah, it. Yeah, I've uh, checked it. it out a couple times. Whenever there's some conversation, I've gotten some really good recommendations. That's why I like it because those guys actually everybody has such a varied taste in books. Yeah, that people will mention books that I've never heard of. Right, which is crazy. I'm so. the, I think three chapters into my first book for this book challenge. Hey, that's all right. <laughs> that's three chapters hey. more yeah. than a lot of us have read in years. Right, and that's what matters. I think I've finished about eight books, and I'm in the middle of three or four right now. So. Valley, it's March. It's the third month, and you're in eight books? Yeah. That's I don't know impressive. how you read several books at a time. Yeah. I never could get into that. I get that. it from my dad. Yeah? Yeah. I just d- get bored with one and move to the no, next? No, it or? just depends on where I'm sitting. I have one in my purse. I have one by my bed, one by my couch. I have one in the car. <laughs> So it's just wherever I'm at, I pick up my book. What do you read while driving? <laughs> I can't tell you. Street signs, hopefully. <laughs> audio books, I'm hoping. Audio books, yeah. No, audio books are what got me my speeding ticket. <laughs> I do not listen to audio books in the what car. What were you listening to? When you Lord was... of the Rings. Huh. I was really, really just part of that journey. The Dale like... Earnhardt story. <laughs> right? But you don't understand, officer. The orcs are coming. <laughs> yeah, the officer was not amused. <laughs> I love audiobooks. They get me through the day at work so many times. By the way, we're now sponsored by... I wish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm getting more into them. I never listened to them much before, but about two weeks ago I started and, yeah, I listened to Secret Garden and the person had 
an English accent and they were doing like the, the broad Yorkshire accents in the book right. so well that I've become addicted now. It's really fun. Yep. Every time I try to listen to an audio book at work, someone walks up to my desk. So I've given uh, up. I have customers come in. You just ignore. No, you don't. Put <laughs> <laughs> a sign out front. Who do you work for? <laughs> yeah. uh, a local uh, retailing store. Yeah. <laughs> No, in Boston. Do that. I just finished uh, Todd Lockwood's Summer Dragon on audiobook, and nice. Alian, who does the reading, is phenomenal. The different voices she uses and the voices she uses for the dragons. I it makes love a it. difference. The, the reader really makes yeah. a difference, I've noticed. Because uh, so. we did, my wife and I listened to Aragon on audio, and the love voice for books. Aragon was terrible. Yep. Hated it. Was it the teacher from Bueller? I Bueller's Day Off. Ben Stein. Yep. Oh, if only if it had been that good. No, the voice is like, Aragon. It's really deep and gravelly. I hated it. But the book was good. I enjoyed the book. It's just the voice was awful. Sorry if you're listening. <laughs> Probably a wonderful person. Yeah. So you guys are level five. Yeah. Yes. How's it feel? Oh, crap. Really? Feel yeah. good. Did you level up your character, Matt? I did. Yeah. I'm good. good. I said, didn't we start at level five? Like, I thought we were level five day one. Yeah. That was, <laughs> like, case, nine. <laughs> I assume Matt has 20 hero lab files, like one for each level of fame. Yeah. Right. Because yeah, you guys beat some water elementals. Close. You uh, helped out some naga. Mosquitoes. Beat the, oh yeah, beat the wasps there. Whatever they were. So yeah, so you guys have done wonderful work. You've actually got your ship squibbed for free, which is also bonus XP. This is pretty bonus good work. gold too. That was right. Yeah. Twenty five hundred. No, I swear that money was already spent. Pay no attention to the uh, quartermaster's <laughs> chambers. Quartermaster. <laughs> So let's talk about your new levels. We'll just go ahead and work our way from left around to the table. Sebastian, what did you take? Uh, well, being fifth level, I got a feat. And being Sebastian, I took Inscribe Magical Tattoo. That should be some <laughs> fun crafting. Oh, yeah. There's going to be some uh, some amusing things come out of that here very, very shortly. Uh, otherwise, mostly spells. Uh, picked up Invisibility. It's a bloodline spell. <sighs> Ah, uh, that's the look I, I love on a GM's face. Just <laughs> despair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, invisibility and uh, Eagle Splendor, actually. Cool. Make myself even prettier. What does that do? Uh, Eagle Splendor gives me a uh, plus four bonus to my charisma stat. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, it makes me even prettier. Yes. So, the Sebastian train. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. So, did Alyssa teach you how to cast Invisibility? I'm a sorcerer. Ain't nobody gonna teach me nothing. Okay. <laughs> I kind of like to pretend that maybe Alyssa had something to do with it. Yeah, possibly. Any anything else fun for sorcerer at level five? Not really. That's that's pretty much the big thing was the feet and uh, spells and D four hit points. <laughs> D6. I have a whopping twenty seven now. All right. It's Pathfinder, baby. D six for spellcasters. Uh-huh. Right. All right, how about Fane? Is he still Fane the Bard? Fane the Bard, level five. Bardbarian. Yeah. <laughs> considered it, but not this if time. If only. Let's see. Fifth level got uh, another feat, which was additional performance. Extra six rounds per level, or extra six rounds total. Uh, picked up a bunch of spells, actually. At uh, fifth level, you can drop a spell and pick up a spell. And uh, I got another second level. So I can vanish, and I have, have mirror image. So vanish? I can, Invisibility, mirror image, combats are going to get rough for me, aren't they? Well, see, so. that's what you're thinking, but in reality, Fane's going to cast mirror image and then go to sleep. 
and just have his mirror image, like, you know, manning <laughs> the ship. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I did forget to mention I took Snowball, speaking of combat spells. Oh, good. <laughs> hey! And uh, the one I swapped out, I got Silent Image, which is a very, very handy spell forever. It's just right. nice. Very um, fun. What does it do? Silent, it's it, <laughs> literally what it sounds like. It's You create an image that's silent. You make an uh, image of a wall. And the nice thing about it is you don't get a saving throw unless you actually interact with it. So it can be a uh, pretty useful spell for lots of different things. Neat. Especially, um, I would think if we're on if we're on our ship and we come alongside another ship, exactly was making a huge crew and then uh, <laughs> with a little ghost sound making just rash noises. It sounds like we got an enormous crew full. That's awesome. Man. Yeah. <laughs> What's the limitation on size? <clears throat> it's a level based. Uh, let's see. Sell an image. You get one. Let's see, you get four 10-foot cubes plus one 10-foot cube per level. So I have seven, uh, what, nine, 12, 15, nine 10-foot cubes. So basically nine crewmen, I guess, okay. is what you want to call I'm it. I'm just wondering, like, what level do you have to be to cast another ship? You know what I mean? <laughs> that would be pretty wicked. More than me, probably. You can cast a little ship. Yeah. So yeah. I can do 90 cube feet, cubic feet Okay. Cool. right now. I mean, if it's nine ten foot cubes, there's one crewman per five foot square. That's four per ten foot cube. Yeah. So that's oh. thirty six yeah. crew members you could look like. So they're gonna look over the ship and go, "Where do they sleep?" You know? <laughs> yeah. Too much of logic there. Uh, and the big thing that really went up was uh, the courage went up to plus two to hit, plus two to damage, starting this level. Nice. Yeah, everybody, cool. get ready for that. And that's it. Cool. How about Ark over there, Adam? What's Ark looking like? Ark uh, is awesome. Uh, he didn't really get a whole lot this level. He just took a feat. So uh, I took Quick Draw so that way I can switch back and forth between my axe and my greatsword faster. I think before I was having to take a move action. Now I can just drop one and pull the other. And Nice. Yeah. I don't actually start getting anything really cool until next level, which is when I can swap feats out for Barbarian Rage uh, Bloodlines. Gross. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Man, Ark's shaping up to be a pretty neat character, huh? I mean, I thought so from the beginning, but who am I to say that? <laughs> you also have this weird thing for fur loincloths. Yeah. You know. Uh, you know. Uh, Zugray, did you, what was it, uh, you, did we ever tell our audience what Zugray actually is? Yeah, we've mentioned he's a druid okay, a few good. times. Yeah. So did you take another level in druid or? Absolutely, man. Fifth level is a money level for druids. Oh, what did you get? Well, I get third level spells, which I think I'm the only crew member who's mm-hmm. got those. Bully. Yeah, so the one that I've got memorized just in case right now is Call Lightning. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting over here silently judging all of you. Uh, my study target went up to a plus two. Nice. And uh, I got a feat and Wampus got a feat. Okay. So for my feat, I looked through Goblins of Galarian and they mentioned that goblins can do alternate versions of standard crafting stuff. Oh, that's so right. I took Scribe Scroll. <laughs> Uh-oh. Even though I refuse to write letters. <laughs> so so from my assumption, I think that Zugray's scrolls look kind of like your kindergarten kids' drawings that you put on the refrigerator. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Right, yeah, that and like probably like colored feet that show the stepping patterns that he has to do. <laughs> a stick figure being struck by lightning. Exactly, you know? yeah. yeah like, then a, then a, a, a ship and a, a sun up in the upper left corner. <laughs> I love it. Nice. Oh my goodness. We're going to have to post some uh, 
uh, some pictures of Zugray's scrolls at some oh, point. Oh, that'll be easy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can help with that. I can draw those. <laughs> right. I have yeah. a three-year-old nephew. There you Perfect. Go. Yeah. And uh, Wampus took the feat shared feature, which it's a it's an animal companion-specific feat. They, if they take that feat, they can pick a class ability of their master, and they also get that ability. Huh. Sneak attack? Uh, trackless step. Ah, okay, so you neither one of you can no longer be followed. Right. Okay. So now we both just vanish anytime we try to sneak away. That'll work great on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> It'll work great any other any other yeah. time. Uh, Talk to Sebastian, get some invisibility, and then just run off. Can't be tracked. Can't right. be. You can't use scent to follow us. Nothing. Oh, brutal. <laughs> can't even use scent with it. No, you can't be tracked by any means. Wow. Okay. Okay. We can still okay. see you splash when you're swimming, though. <laughs> yeah. There's a goblin-shaped <laughs> hole in the water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, tracked via eyesight, and that is it, right? <laughs> so what did uh, Kitnit get for her fifth level rogue? I didn't. Okay. You did level up, though, right? Oh, I did. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, I, I did something totally out of left field. Okay. What What did you do? I, I, I took a level in witch. <laughs> oh. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't tell you that yet. <laughs> that is awesome. Yes, it is. So you're four levels in Rogue. Yes. One level in Witch. Yes. Oh, this is going to be a blast. <laughs> oh, you have no idea, because I have never played a spellcaster. Oh, really? I, I have, I've never had an animal companion. I have never done anything spelly casting. Ask anyone I've ever gamed with. I play a Rogue. That's it. That's that's it. <laughs> okay. Reaching out. We well, picked yeah. a cool one to start with. Which oh, is yeah. Definitely. I love the Witch class. It is a lot of fun. So let's yeah. t- set aside 15 minutes and let's talk about this. <laughs> All right. So Witch, what can you tell me about what you picked up? Um... I, I I I don't know. Like I said, I'm still learning this. I, I do have a familiar. Ooh, a familiar. I so do. let's talk about your familiar. What did you choose to do as your familiar? You remember that parrot? Nope. You know you know Adagoke's parrot? Oh, Ayakuto! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you chose the parrot as your familiar? I did. Oh. <laughs> this is the parrot of the captain that was killed on Barnabas' ship. Is that the same? Ooh, I don't think we know that he was oh. a captain. Yeah. Yeah, it was, but it was okay. the guy. It was the, the skeleton that was the skeleton the, yeah. on the ship. It was his yeah. parrot that Adagoke then kind of adopted. Well, he's my parrot now. It seems kind of like bad luck to me because <laughs> both of his previous owners have met sort of grim ends. <laughs> it was looking for a witch. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Mm, could be. Um, so with my witch, I have hexes. Okay, so which hex did you pick? I picked swamp hag. What does that do? That allows me to travel through swamps and bogs and things like that with no trail, can't be tracked. Uh, basically, to feel familiar. yes, it, <laughs> it is the trackless step druid ability. Okay, but just through swamps and jungles right. and okay. Um, and also, I can walk through mud and quicksand like it's normal ground. Well, that would have been really handy <laughs> about thirty episodes ago. Yeah. Yes. Um, Kit's like a, one of those Jesus lizards. <laughs> <laughs> Run side to side across water. Say, right. Do my frill. Yeah. Um, Very good. So, yeah. And then I have spells now, which I've never done. And Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about your spells. Uh, what is your favorite zero level spell that you picked? Mending. Of course. <laughs> as a carpenter, you pick mending. And okay. I can fix my hat. And, okay. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I can fix my own hat now. Oh, lovely. Ten yep. minutes of casting and a done hat. Very yeah. cool. What was How wrong about? with your hat? No, nothing yet. But should something ever happen to oh, my hat? Okay, <laughs> it's insurance, man. Right. I have to take care of the hat. So, yeah. favorite first level spell? Hmm. 
You only got two, right? Well, I have two prepared, but I yeah. have four. Okay. Um, probably inflict light wounds. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm just waiting because I can just imagine at some point I'm going to miss with my dagger and uh, I'm just going to grab them around the ankles and they're just going to be dragging <laughs> me along. It's going to be holding on to them, inflicting light wounds. Just like, you know. <laughs> Ankle biter. Yes. So that's what that's what came to my mind as soon as I saw the description for inflict light wounds. I was like, oh, I can do that. I picture, picture Zuggery on one ankle biting and Kitnick on the other ankle right. inflicting light wounds. Yeah, sounds about right. So. The enemy just screaming, I regret this, I regret this. <laughs> <laughs> I made bad decisions. So yeah, so I'm excited. This is this is going to be uh, a new experience, a little little tricky for me. So. And our first multi-classed character yeah. as well. Congratulations! So, how many hero points have you well, got? Three. You've got you're maxed out. I'm maxed out. Uh, Zugre, how many do you have? I'm at three. Uh, Ark's only got one. I have two. Sebastian only has one, and that's from leveling up. Gotcha. Okay, cool. So Ark and uh, Sebastian were the only two with zero when they leveled up, pretty much. Okay. Yep. Just trying to keep an eye on those hero points and how much problems they're going to cause me later. I mean, unless I can steal one from behind the GM screen when you're not looking, you know. Oh, I'm out. You guys have all my hero points right now. Until somebody spends one, you can't get any more. Sorry. <laughs> Counterfeit hero points. Yeah. Oh, I forgot the other cool thing about my parrot. Oh. Uh-oh. My parrot gets a deity. <laughs> Uh-oh. Let me guess. Tutankhamen. <laughs> nice try. No, Besmara. Of course. <sighs> Because if you recall, we had talked about my hat. Yes. And the fact I couldn't use my hat because Besmara is not my deity. Right. But I can now. <laughs> so you can use the hat as a follower of Besmara, even though you're not a follower of Besmara? I have empathy with my animal. That seems like a stretch. <laughs> it is, but you know what? It works. <laughs> does it, though? It does. does. It? All right. So I'm going to need all of our listeners to call in. So here's what I'm going to Tell do. me if they think this is I'll right. just put my hat on the parrot and tell the parrot what I want to do. <laughs> cool. I think, uh, it works. I think yeah. Besmara would appreciate the irony. I think so, too. That's I think it's great you took a level just to wear a hat. <laughs> yeah, that, too. Uh, <laughs> I was expecting cleric just so you could wear the hat. Right. Uh, that is haberdash. Serial dedication. <laughs> hey, I got one thing, man. <laughs> oh, if you got goodness. a shtick, stick to it. Absolutely. Oh, goodness. So I think I'm going to try something new this episode. Last episode, we did a lot of role playing. Would any of the players like to put up one of their fellow players for a hero point tonight? I have to think back to last week. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, uh, the uh, let me do the 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 way back shimmery hands. <laughs> it was the negotiations. Sorry, um, <laughs> negotiations with the Naga primarily. Was it not? No, last week. Oh no, it was, it was um, the Hake stuff. Yes, it was returning to Rickety. Sorry. So let's do that again. <laughs> Last week on the Called Shot Podcast. Would you please do that one more time? <laughs> you only get the two for the night. Sorry, guy. Uh, you spent most of the time at Rickety's. You got your shit back. We got drunk. Got really drunk. Mm-hmm. All right. So nobody gets your point. Good. Uh, but I think moving forward, I may start doing this where you can promote one of your fellow players for a hero point in the previous episode. I like that. But idea. I think somebody should really deserve it. If you mm-hmm. don't think somebody really earned it, then that's fine. I'm trying normally to think of we anything. think in the moment, though. Normally we, we sure. acknowledge them in the and moment. And if you're in the moment, definitely. Maybe at the end of the episode because I can't remember a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> We've slept since then. Oh, I like to end the episodes on the long, nice cliffhangers. Mm-hmm. Make you guys think about it for a week. 
I just I'm trying to create politics among the players. Everybody's kind of vying for uh, hero points from now on. Or we just all turn on you. That's fine too. <laughs> so you guys are on your ship, sailing to the east, following the coastline up to Blood Cove, our freshly named ship. Yes. What is the name again? Fortunes. Revenge. Fortunes Revenge. Fortunes Revenge. Plastered nicely along the side with a nice large sign that Three Fingers has carved for you guys. And as you are sailing away, you can still see rickety hakes off in the distance and clouds are forming. And a large bolt of thunder cracks lightning off in the distance and it starts to rain. I thought you were saying this was happening over Rickety's. I'm like, is it fucked? Is it like yeah. just... <laughs> 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 Sorry, it was good. Divine wrath. <laughs> That's why I was running. <laughs> yeah. You guys, as you left, it starts to rain in a drought-filled area. Yay! Rain. We, we brought the rain. So it's <laughs> in a drought-filled area like we were dragging along the bottom or something? No, remember there was a drought. That's why the Naga had moved because yeah, the, all the, the water Sorry. was gone. Uh, that makes more sense. I... I was thinking in the I ocean. I was like, how is there a drought in the ocean? It makes yeah. no sense to me. <laughs> We're actually carrying the ship. <laughs> Hold on, what? I have to facepalm for a second. <laughs> this is like, why are all my players dumb? <laughs> no, no, just you. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to play the part, okay? <laughs> it's your story. You tell it however you want. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So let's talk about the day in the life of the Fortune's Revenge. What is it like? We have a captain. You guys all have your um, assignments for the day, I assume, your positions that you fill. What are those positions, and what positions are being filled by NPCs? Take it away, players. It's a good question, because last time we saw Captain Fane, he was being angry and slamming doors. It happens a lot with the captains of this I ship. Noticed. I don't know what this problem is. Um, it was more a sense of urgency. I, I don't know if I came off as too angry... But it was more of a, let's get the hell out of this port, get to sea, I don't care how we do it, go now, and then we'll decide where we're going later. So We've mailed your door shut anyway. <laughs> uh, well, otherwise, Sebastian is still acting as quartermaster, and uh, at the moment, at least, is piloting the ship, um, or at least was as we left uh, Rickety's. Uh, Kitnick, I assume, is still our master carpenter. Yeah, actually, I'm going around, and I'm just kind of looking at some of the... Uh changes and improvements that were made because I'm really interested in how it was squibbed since we weren't allowed to watch so I'm just going to kind of wander around because this could be something that I could maybe help do to our ship in the future or ships if I figure out how they did it especially if we get our own castle exactly (laughs) so yeah so I'm just kind of wandering around you know watching there and and, you know watching what everyone's doing and filling in where needed you were the uh, carpenter last time (laughs) on the other ship right Sounds good to keep going. What are what positions are we missing? Well, as it currently stands, Fane is of course the captain. Sebastian is the quartermaster uh, slash pilot slash general sailing things. As we haven't fully filled everything out, uh, we Kitnick lost our the, cook. Yeah, we lost our cook. We haven't refilled that position. Kitnick is the carpenter. Uh, Rosie, we had named Rosie Cuswell as the master gunner. Uh, Connor, I believe we had discussed potentially making the master rigger at some point. We lost one of those when yeah. Adagoke died. Adagoke ate him. Oh, <laughs> no, no. Adagoke was him. Uh, well, So we lost two. <laughs> uh, Jape, the silent first mate. <laughs> yeah, about that. He just sort of wanders around. 
at one, some point after we discuss this, I'm going to do a little one-on-one with Jake. Okay. Bring him <laughs> to the, the captain's uh, quarters and talk to him. That'll be exciting, Radio. <laughs> uh, Zug, I thought we were going to give you a chance since you'd sailed all over the inner sea and outer sea and the shackles and everything. So are you going to be the new... Pilot? Can do! Yeah. I think Kit was going to build some boxes to stand in front of the wheel. <laughs> what? Yeah. Let me go put something together for you to stand on. All right. Uh, Sandara was our, still our surgeon because, well, she's really the only one that could heal for the most part yeah. up until very, very recently. Anyway, uh, we had not named a new master at arms, and otherwise, we were lacking general dogs bodies like cabin boy and cook and such. Well, I think conveniently we have a rather large elephant who would be a good master at arms. Only if the captain says so. That's basically the person that will be first aboard another ship that we're attacking. Is that is that what I'm getting from Master at Arms? Is that my understanding? Is that right? Uh, that's not really how the Master at Arms worked on the Wormwood. It was more the person that was ordering the other people to get on board the ship. Okay. Kind of in charge of battle and the armaments and stuff like yeah. that. Well, I'd prefer to have someone that would lead by example, so I think Ark would be a perfect Master at Arms. Of course. As far as a cook, isn't there a, a direct route from the captain's quarters to the kitchen? Yes. What was that new uh, shipmate, ship lady that came aboard? Emily. Oh. Emily. Emma, Emma Hawkins. <laughs> Emma. Yeah, just yeah. like a bard, man. She yeah. would be a great cook. Uh. Coincidentally. <laughs> uh-huh. What else is there? Uh, otherwise, just general positions, riggers. and. Uh, I still need a carpenter's mate. Yeah, that's true. Um, My friend Brock here. Great carpenter's mate, I'm sure. Well, I mean, it would really not hurt to have somebody that can actually carry bigger stuff around. <laughs> he can carry the ship. <laughs> Brock stands up, flexes his muscles, and goes, I can carry anything that you want me to carry. Alright, would you mind working with me then? With you? Absolutely. I can do this. Okay. And then when we're not doing carpentry, we'll just, you know, help with the, the ropes and rigging and stuff. As you command. And I guess, what does Aretta do normally? Oh, Give I attitude. Think- I think you assigned her to the bilges, yeah. like permanently. But don't we still have Tobias and Vance? We, we've got a couple of other new faces. I think Let's we had dedicated both swabs, of those as riggers, riggers. actually. Okay. So Vance Hamilton, Aretta, <laughs> now Tobias, not wise. I mean, make Tobias a swab. We need another swab. I, I don't want to assign anybody any one thing. I just want crewmen and whoever's good at it. Whoever's like, if you get tired of doing the same damn thing every day, swab out. But as far as the people that were in the ship, that's uh, those are good positions. The crew, they can be interchangeable. Well, you know, cross-train <laughs> them for whatever we need to be done. People get sick. And Aretta, uh, go to the bilges. <laughs> <laughs> and she just nods, and she begins to walk downstairs. And about the time that she finally hits the stairs and heading down to the bilges, everybody hears a loud scream come from deep, deep in the ship. And Not it's again. loud enough that it just carries and echoes up past everybody as you're sailing wait, along. He's screaming. We're all here. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. It's just like, ah! Well, this sounds... Like, what, is, what does it sound like? Old person? Young person? Boy? Girl? Sounds like, Animal? <laughs> <laughs> Naga? <laughs> yeah. What does it sound like? Okay, so there is a human screaming. It's It could either be a girl or a small child. It's really hard to tell at this distance. Uh, but there is some hissing in... Uh, coming from it as well. Oh, hell. Not again. Uh, 
Captain, you did tell Aretta about the Naga in the bilges. <laughs> no, I was going to let her find that. <laughs> <show>. <laughs> and so just Aretta turns around and goes, excuse me? <laughs> what? <laughs> Out of my way! <laughs> and Zugray starts charging downstairs. All right, so Zugray's leading the way downstairs. Uh, I'm assuming everybody else is following behind him. Sure. Well, so someone has to keep steering has the, to ship, steer the ship. So, so no. Yeah. Uh, so poor Sebastian <laughs> is stuck upstairs in the ship. You the know what? Wheel. The last time I saw what happened, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys begin going pell-mell down the stairs, and uh, you get to the bottom deck. And standing there with the trap door open to the bilges, so the door to the bilges is open and you can see uh, Alyssa's head kind of like sticking out kind of hissing and next to it is a small child uh, totally Macaulay culking it <laughs> with both hands on either side of the face just going <laughs> and just won't stop screaming like actual home alone aged kid oh like uh, yeah young I kid? would say probably about 10 years old yes back away from my naga kid just stops screaming looks at the goblin starts screaming again <laughs> all I can think about is a baby <laughs> Ark will scoop the kid up in his arms delicious kid <laughs> Ark will scoop the kid up in his arms and just pat him on the head calm down child and he'll start walking him up the stairs well, you give him a concussion <laughs> I was gonna say yeah pats uh, him unconscious George <laughs> okay so Ark uh, child in hand is carrying the child upstairs, and it's the child is screaming a little bit, uh, but they start to calm down. I put my hand over his Give mouth. Give that kid some rum. <laughs> <laughs> and they bite your hand. Give the Naga, Naga speak Aquan? Is that right? Is that what we determined? Yes. In Aquan to her, did you bring a kid on this board? She responds also in Aquan, no, I hate kids. All right, me too. All right. <laughs> Unless they have enough seasoning and a little bit of butter. <laughs> Fane heads back. Follows I could arc. use some help. I, I've got someone coming down to help you out. <laughs> I'm not working down there with her. Okay, get off. I'll go work down okay. there with her. And Aretta climbs down in there and like, don't you dare try to eat me. <laughs> Kit just sticks your head over the side. Aretta, Alyssa, Alyssa, Aretta. Now you're friends. Bye. <laughs> slam, slam. <laughs> Splash. She was still on the ladder at the top. <laughs> and so the child actually is struggling in your arms, Ark. Um, the child bites your hand. I'm assuming it doesn't hurt through my scale mail. Oh, are you wearing your scale mail on Always. the ship right now? The only time I take it off is when I sleep. Oh, man. Yeah, it doesn't hurt at all. It, <laughs> in fact, the kid stops screaming. Just, ow, 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 ow. Child, what is your problem? <laughs> you have a monster on board this ship? You consider that a monster? Yes. Uh, you haven't been very far, have you? Where do you hail from? I am from Rickety Hakes. How the hell did you get on this ship? I hid in one of those boxes. It's a stowaway. Guys, we have a problem. We do have a problem. Can't believe. I just was trying to get down and hide better. And there's that monster. What did you expect to do, hidden on this ship? Get away. What did you expect to find in the bilges of a ship? How about we start with, hi, who are you? <laughs> and so you guys continue to make your way upstairs, and standing there is uh, Brock, who is from Rickety's and has spent a lot of time there, especially among the families. And he just goes, Halerson, kid, can't believe this. His parents killed in the wasp attack. The child was supposed to stay with one of the orphanages in town. 
but I assume they wanted to get away. Well, she's got a problem. She's going to stay on this ship. I am not going back. From the, the wheel. Well, we're certainly not turning around at this point. So put see? them down, Futterstaff. Can I still see Rickety Hakes? No, it's actually faded off into the distance, and there is a sheet of rain separating you from the port now. I was going to try and see if I could throw her. <laughs> <sighs> He's probably scrawny enough. Yeah, probably. Captain, how shall we handle this child? Well, she threw weapon first. I put my whip up, too. <laughs> I don't have any weapons. Out. Oh, I thought you like a full like kid in one hand and great axe. No, no, no. In the other, I'm just like, holding. I'm kid, holding. Why the, are you here? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm holding the child like by the scruff of its neck, you know. But kid, what did you expect was going to happen? I was just I I don't know. This is no place for a young boy, Captain. It's very foolish, but to some extent, it's kind of brave. You have to admit. Maybe we should uh, teach this child to be a pirate. <gasps> Well, again, if nothing else, put her down, for God's sake. <laughs> he just drops him. <laughs> <laughs> Thump. Ow! Need to be more careful. <laughs> Brushes off his arms. Careful? <laughs> oh, oh, welcome to the ship. <laughs> you haven't met pirates, have you, kid? <laughs> well, I've, you, I watched you while you were at Rickety's, and I thought I would just, you know, sail away with you guys. You got any skills? Stands up straight. Poofs the little tattered shirt out, fixes its short red hair, and he goes, I can clean. Anything else? Arcan's over his axe. Get to cleaning. <laughs> I'm ten. Go get in the uh, crow's nest. That's that's way on up there. It's dirty. <laughs> but and he kinda and the, the child will look at Zugray. But you're not gonna make me go up there, are you? I can show you how to do it. Come on, it's real easy. And then he looks at Kitnick. Please, please don't make me climb up there. Hey, I've been up there. Oh, okay. All right. So is Zugray taking... Right. The- yeah, Zugray, Zugray will show like, just do this, just do that, just do this, just do that. But Zugray has a climb skill or a climb <laughs> speed. <laughs> He's got like claws. He just like Yeah, Zugray. exactly. He's like, just dig your claws into the, into the mast. <laughs> did, we, did, did we get the name? I, I missed it. I, I said to ask. I don't know if any of you guys actually did. Uh, <laughs> so works. we're about 10 feet up, and you just shout out. Hey, kid, what's your name? Gabe. Gabe Halerson. Gabe, watch the crew, see what they do, stay out of their way. Can I come down now? No. Hey, Captain walks off. <laughs> Ark is loving this. Like, I imagine he's, like, on his back laughing at this whole situation. Unfortunately, he's like a turtle, so he has trouble getting back up exactly. because of all the armor. <laughs> Zugray will help direct Gabe to a spot, not actually in the crow's nest, but just, like, sitting on one of the beams of the, the master. All right. You can stay here. This is actually going to be pretty decent. It's not going it, to... It's sturdy. You'll be fine here. Just treat it like a chair. If you guys are going to make the child climb up into the rigging... We're going to have a climb check. And the first one's going to happen at 10 feet, 20 feet, and 30 feet. Because that's where the first beam would be is about 30 You're feet. You're going to make up. the child have a climb check? Oh, yeah. Uh, now, I'm giving the child a plus two thanks to Zugray's assistance. Ark will scream up to the child, make your best effort to get up to the crow's nest. If you fall, I'll catch. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Gabe is frightened right now. Extremely scared up in this rigging. But at least Gabe's doing it, so that says something to us. It does. The child is trying. Yeah. So, since this is a made-up thing on the spot, <laughs> uh, we'll give the child a strength of 
10? 8? I would imagine Seven? 6 or 8 for a child. No, little kids are pretty strong for their size. Because you, be. you have to remember for their body size, like when I was that age, I could go across monkey bars and everything else. Like there was no tomorrow. I know, but we have a strength of 10, like us yeah. as adults. So, I mean, this is. Yeah, but big... I'd say it would be comparative to their sizes. I think so. Pathfinder rules say that a 10 is an average adult. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, so I would say like I would 6 or 7. I would imagine six. 6 to 8 as a child. Okay. Maybe even lower depending on age, because we don't really know the age. We'll go with 7. Okay. A uh, ship's rigging is DC 10. Good. So at a <laughs> minus two to this roll, plus two with thanks to Zagre. And I'm just going to say 10-year-old child on a jungle island, plus one to the climb skill. Absolutely. That sounds yeah. good. That so makes sense. plus one to this roll, and it's a DC 10 to make it up. Yes. And all that's right. just for 10 feet, not all the way up. Yes, that's we're going to find feet. out where the child falls. Not <laughs> if, but when. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> because I'm rolling. Well, they have to fail by five or more to fall. To fall. Okay. Probably on the first roll. <laughs> well, that's better if than you're on gonna the fall. third. Yeah. And natural 20. Oh, on the first he's, one. Double he's, move. He's done. <laughs> boop, boop. So gets up 15 feet. So just has one more check to make it up. Rolled an 11. So 12. So Gabe is able to make it up to this first beam with Zagre. You're sitting there, wind blowing through your hair, the tattered, Years. like it's chopped red hair of this child sitting there next to you. The feet hanging over, just mm -hmm. kicking our legs. Like, yeah. Got the curtain pulled back, just kind of watching. <laughs> Mark will call up to the child. Yeah, old Zug there helped you up, but he ain't helping you down. Zugray, I kind of like it up here. Alright, glad to hear it. Ark, don't you have something else to occupy your time? <laughs> Nothing this funny. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So, so can we can we go down now? Oh no, kid. This is where you're staying for a while. How high up are they? 30 feet. Oh, okay. About uh, the first beam. It's another 30 feet to get up to the crow's nest. See you at ship's bell. And then I just climb down. <laughs> uh, okay. And Gabe is actually kind of chilling there. Pretty happy. So what else is going on in the normal day and life of the Fortune's Revenge? Like, uh, what do you five do during a normal day? Uh, well, once Sebastian hands over the wheel to Zugray... Um, I guess, well, he's been named as the pilot, so good luck. I hope Kitten gets your box soon. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem. Uh, Sebastian actually will head back to the uh, quartermaster's quarters and start working on a tattoo, a new tattoo on his arm. Okay, so you're working on a tattoo, Fane? Uh, Fane just finished up his most recent uh, item. It's a scroll of spell knowledge. Yep, page of spell knowledge. In which case, he put Cure Light Wounds. So now he can cast Cure Light Wounds. Very nice. And you got some help with uh, from Besmara for that one? It's not Besmara. Sandara? Sandara. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, indirectly. Sure. Indirectly. <laughs> yeah, she, since she can cast it, she was able to help him. Cool. So you're normally just crafting when you're on the ship? Yeah, I'm crafting every sailing. day, even if it's just a couple of gold, whatever I've got spent for the okay. next item. I like to imagine that Ark has made like a uh, throne out of like barrels and stuff. Like he's like cutting a few in half, you know, and he's kind of piled them up. So he's got like his own little chair because he's master at arms. Like he's just kind of watching, observing, and telling. So he's sitting there and he's like polishing his armor and sharpening his his blades and <laughs> just kind of watching. How does Kidnick feel about him cutting up your barrels? Not very happy. <laughs> you see a very angry Kidnick <laughs> eyeing you as you hack away those barrels and make a haphazard chair to sit in oh my goodness you do realize we need those to put things in like water provisions oil 
Not these. Not your butt. <laughs> You'd be very surprised how comfy my chair is. And Ark will get up and like pick her up and put it in it. See? <laughs> what country is not your butt from? <laughs> Straight out of Taldor. <laughs> right? Still, I expect these fixed. They're fixed in the position they're in, where they will stay. <laughs> Are we about to have some PvP here? Shall we roll initiative? <laughs> think we might be about to, man. You're going to see some witch fortune. <laughs> yeah, I, I am going to, however, you know, gripe at Thane <laughs> about this. All right. I will be talking to the captain. <laughs> we, might, we might get back to that here in a minute. She goes stomping towards the captain's yeah. cabin. Uh, what's Zugri up to in the normal day? Well, he's standing at the wheel. He's directing everybody. Short the bed sheets. Pull up the bootstraps. Go. <laughs> Full ahead. That's right. <laughs> and at some point, he turns over to Ark, who's sitting in his Game of Thrones style <laughs> barrel chair. <laughs> he goes, you know, the leather in that armor is going to crack out, right, man? You need that stuff moisturized. Ah, yeah, it's a uh, good point, Zuck. Good point. I got some stuff I picked up in Tempest Key that would really work well for that. Ah, any help to improve armor, I will always take. And so, uh, out of character, Zugray will cast Masterwork Transformation on <sighs> his armor and his shield. How long does that take? It takes an hour per. Okay. So you so, spend a couple hours of the first day working on right, uh, just, Ark's armor. Yeah, just using all of the various oils and everything to try and make the leather more supple and, and bend more easily and remove armor check penalties. Very nice, very nice. Do you charge him for this? No, I'm trying to prove my worth to the ship, okay. so... I like to think that, like, Ark tries it on, and he's, like, stretching it out, and he's able to see, like, wow, this is just so much better than what he had. Zug, I wasn't too sure what you could bring to the ship, but I see what you've done, and I appreciate it. I'm glad to have you here. Same to you, man. So, during this, Sebastian comes back up on deck. Who the hell is piloting the damn ship? (laughs) (laughs) It's just spinning. Occasionally, Zugray reaches out and holds it. (laughs) Just kind of tilts it slightly. (laughs) He's got like a crate jammed under it. Exactly. So it yeah. I mean, it pretty much drives itself. I mean, what it's going to do? Hit water? <laughs> and, at, and at some point during this, Kit has gone off and has created a uh, a little box for standing on. But but I've decided that I'm a little bit bored. So you know, and I'm I'm missing Jack. So no, I sit there and I'm going to carve on the the crate and actually make it kind of ornate, kind of pretty, with a couple handles, so it's something he can actually move around. So it won't just always be there in Sebastian's way. <laughs> so Zug gets a box, but I can't have a barrel or two. So I'm going to walk the box up <laughs> and and uh, give it to Zug. Like, okay, I'm not getting off on a great foot together. So let's try this again. Apparently the captain thinks you're worth having on the ship. I'm going to at least try. I made this for you. And I'm just going to walk off. <laughs> Zugger, get the big puppy dog eyes. <laughs> My own throne. <laughs> A masterwork step stool. Right? Thanks. You're welcome. Just keeps walking. I wish a box would make me that happy, right? <laughs> like a cat. I was going to say, kids, cats, and goblins, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got two of the... Well, no, we have all, all three, three on the ship yeah. now. So, did you carve any specific scene into this box? Um, It's got like a little... Uh, like the the borders of it look like little sharp teeth, <laughs> kind of like a goblin mouth. Kinda, kinda. Okay. And it's got little like snaky things, kind of like naga like, you know. Right. So it's just uh, a whole bunch of me just playing around, just carving stuff into it. <laughs> Rude things and infernal, you know. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like saying. a doodle carving. Kind of doodle carvings. Okay. Yep. I love it. 
And that is the day in the life of the Fortune's Revenge. If anybody's hurt, by the way, between Sandara and I, we have like 12 cure lights a day. So okay. I think. So you guys keep yourselves uh, pretty well cured yeah. and ready to go, especially with uh, her burst ability that she can do. That too. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that so. too. Oh, I'm also going to go show Emma around the kitchen. Since, ah, I, since I have cooked down there before with Ambrose. A little bit of Ambrose. So, so I'm going to show her around the kitchen and show where stuff is. And, and here's where you hide the good alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take uh, Jape into the uh, captain's quarters. He nods. When we get in there and shut the door, you know, turn <laughs> cast light so he can see. And I do some hand gestures and I say, This is how you say hello. I took a level of linguistics, which gave me a hand, sing- hands, uh, basically hand language or sign language. So I'm teaching Jape sign language. Uh. Okay, very cool. So you spend the next three days teaching Jape how to communicate with his hands. Start with it, yeah. Very nice. I like that. Okay, very cool. Uh, so we need to learn ASL between me and you, yeah, and right. we can communicate just me and you with Jape. Great It'll radio. It'll be great for radio. <laughs> yeah. I love all, the, all of it. Well, the actual language is called Sakvroth. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but that's how it's spelled. Interesting. So there's actually like a language, sign language in Pathfinder? Yep. <laughs> These guys like thought of everything. Learn something new every day, don't you? <laughs> Very cool. And so, Kitnik, you actually mentioned something about your parrot. Was there a special way you got to know this parrot, the way that you actually became, it became a familiar for you? Yeah. Okay, so the second day we were out sailing, um, Kit is sitting just kind of on the deck and going through a bag. And in her bag, uh, you know, I've got still a couple of the um, Naga fetishes. Oh, yeah. That's you know. right. Because you, you only used two of yeah, them while I, you were there, Yeah, I only right? put two of them back up, and then okay. we got interrupted. So I had two of them still down in my bag. And so I'm looking at these fetishes and, you know, just kind of see what they're made of. Um, they've got, you know, sticks and plates. And one of them has, uh, like, a copper ring. It's made out of copper wire, kind of around a, a little, like, crystal which I think that's really cool. Yeah. So, of course, I take that and put it on. And, <laughs> you know, don't check it for any magic or anything. I just, you know, put it on. And then uh, as I'm doing that, this parrot just comes flying down off the, the main part of the deck where it was just still hanging out and kind of forgotten about it, grabs the fetish, and goes flying off up into the rigging. So, naturally, my stuff, don't want the parrot to take my stuff, so I go running up after the parrot. <laughs> I can, I can just picture Kitnig, like, sprinting up into the rigging yes. and chasing this parrot down. So, up in the rigging, you know, get up on, like, the, the second set of little crossbars, start scooting my butt out trying to get to this parrot, finally get to the parrot, grab the parrot, go to grab my fetish, and the parrot just kind of looks at me. All right. Let me go. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> All right. Nice hat. What? So... At this point, the parent and I start having a conversation, you know, and uh, things happened. <laughs> you look well-armed and dangerous. Why don't we travel together forever? I kind of like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Brock, you look dangerous. And uh, and I look at him like, you know, whatever the parrot's name was. What was the parrot's name? Ayukuto. Yeah. So I'm just in you kind of shocked. I'm like, oh my goodness, Ayukuto. <laughs> Stupid name. <laughs> <laughs> Do mean? <laughs> not really. Don't take it personally. It's the parrot, not me. Parrot's got a terrible disposition. It does. Like, wait, what? That's <laughs> <laughs> having issues over here. Yeah. It's like, well, fine then. What is your name? Tortuga. You're a parrot named Turtle. And again, it just kind of goes from there. So I have a parrot named Turtle now. 
kid's got heat stroke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because everybody's on the deck looking up at Kit Nick, who's chasing this parrot down at the end of the beam, just talking back and forth. Yeah. And, of course, it's Zugray that thinks she has heat stroke. Right? <laughs> it so. makes sense. <laughs> And just for the record, I thought your parrot name was a great name. Well, thank you. <laughs> to be fair, didn't Ayakuto mean parrot? Yes. It did, <laughs> so. which the parrot knew. So, yeah. And so, named yeah. himself Turtle? And apparently his name's Turtle. I don't know who named him Turtle. Why so name it something different if it's not going to come when you call it? So. Right. Fair enough. So is it Tortuga, Tortuga or is it Turtle? Tortuga, which means Turtle. Right. So his name's Tortuga. Okay, so we, yeah. we'll call him Tortuga. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> no more oh, crackers. Boy. Oh, you want a finger. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, so I have a parrot. <laughs> Dave, you, out of curiosity, what kind of food does Wampus eat? Uh, Babies. Normal cat food, so I meat, beef. curious if parrot fish. was on the menu at all. <laughs> I mean, it's a bird, so yeah. <laughs> oh, no, we have a battle of the familiars. Yes. <laughs> well, mine is staying out of it. <laughs> yes. Very fun, very fun story. You're maxed on hero points, aren't you? I am. Otherwise, you would get one right now because I enjoyed that. Thank you very much. Very cool. Sebastian. Wes. I need you to give me a perception roll, please, as the quartermaster out on the ship for the very second day. Uh-oh. What are we missing? <laughs> Evil GM grin. Or what is an inedible or packed in salt? Mm. We're not missing it, but I've got a giant I got a giant jar of pickled eggs right beside me and I just periodically reach over and eat one. <laughs> oh, that's what we need, a goblin eating pickled eggs. Fifteen. Fifteen. You are going through your normal checklist on day two, kind of checking what you had in stores. For some reason, you only had a day and a half of food rations. I guess looking through the crates... Realizes like half of them are just salt. There's not actually any salt beef or anything in there. <laughs> That's how this works. Uh, I knew I should have checked closer. Well, Sebastian will finish his check. You know, make make double check, make sure everything is as messed up as it looks. <laughs> Walk back up on deck. Shoot Zagray the evil eye. The non-witch evil eye. <laughs> Egg? No, thank you. <laughs> and walk over to the, uh, I assume Fane is still... He's eating an egg. <laughs> oh, Fane's sitting next to Zagray. <laughs> you might want to stretch those out longer. Uh, half of those supply crates just have salt in them. Yeah. Right side, food side. Left side, salt side. That's how it works. <laughs> So, by my estimate, we have for everyone who isn't Zagre, we have roughly about the day and a half of food. Was that what was in those barrels you just used to make your throne? Those barrels were empty. Oh, they were after he dumped the stuff over the side. Right. <laughs> so, either someone needs to start fishing, or we find a ship. Uh, we're nowhere near land, so that's not really an option, I don't think. According to the maps, we're still about two days from Blood Cove. And we have a day and a half of food? Yeah, we can make it, but eh, should anything happen, eh, bad uh, bad headwind, anything of that sort, we we could be in trouble. You may not like me now, but you really won't like me on an empty stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I just think of you as emergency rations. And, anyway. And, and just something you pointed out, Sebastian, you said you're nowhere near land. You're actually following the coastline. 
Oh, we're that uh, close. The whole I thought we way were to out. Blood Cove. You keep the coast to your left, the port side, because you're heading east, and Blood Cove is almost directly east from Rickety's. Well, I suppose we could, we could wait a uh, set anchor, send someone onto land and attempt to hunt, but we lose time doing that, and there's no guarantee of how much we get. We uh, will gain. We can do some fishing while we're sailing. I mean, do we have nets? We can make nets. We can. Who we, is we up, can make do. Got a magic hook. The, uh, I have a magic hook. Who's up in the crow's nest right now? That kid. Gabe. <laughs> he, he never came down. He's up there for day and a half so far. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. <laughs> I would assume uh, maybe Crimson. Okay. So Crimson Cogward up in the crow's nest. He leans over. Wait, isn't Crimson Cogward the one with one eye? No. No, that's, that's Gifford. Gifford. Oh, okay. I'm thinking like, yeah, we would put the one-eyed guy in the crow's nest. <laughs> hey, he's got per- a second very good eye. Thank you. <laughs> Before you get too far into sure. giving us information, since we're on day two, there was one other thing I needed to do on day one. Oh. Because at fifth level, I forgot to mention I'm a lore master. I can take 20 once a day on any knowledge skill. Okay. So I'm going to start doing that every day while we're on the ship. So yesterday, it was going to take a uh, take 20 on Blood Cove Knowledge Local. So I'll have a 30 on just general information, so when we get there, I'll know kind of lay the land, okay. know where to go, where to get started, and things like that. Pull some books out. There was a book on Blood Cove in yeah. the captain's yeah. quarters that you found. I or... figured maybe that's part of that knowledge is just talking to everybody. Everybody has pieces of knowledge sure. that I pick up. Um, so that was day one, my take 20. Okay. What about day two? What are you doing for that one? I want to see what the day does first. Uh, okay. But I will tell you, um, when we leveled up, because of... Kit's interactions and my interaction and whatever his interaction was with that new thing that I saw, I increased my knowledge planes to plus ten from plus eight. So I did put extra in there, but simply game, you know, role playing reasons was because of all the planar stuff that we've been hitting here recently. Just FYI. Okay. So I'm going to be doing a knowledge, probably a knowledge uh, planes take twenty on Bandasura. On day two, most likely. Probably, yeah. But you haven't done it yet. Not yet. All right. Anybody else? Uh, actually, that reminded me that one of the things I did with Zugray was I took another rank in linguistics. Okay. And I am learning Aqua. So ah. from Fane, from Alyssa, from everybody on sure. the ship, just slowly picking that up. Over okay. Now. So uh, Zugray will now know Aqua. Yep. Very nice. I like that. Anything else? That was it. I just, before you started giving us too much information, I wanted sure. to tell you, I didn't want to, you know. Sails on the horizon! Sails on the horizon! And we'll take 20 on that ship now. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Which shouldn't really mean a whole lot to us because remember, Captain Fane said we weren't going to go pillaging other ships. Oh, man. <laughs> so, Captain Fane, sails on the horizon. What kind of ship is it? Is it too far away? It uh, is too far away. Do, does works. anybody have a spyglass? Yes, or something? yes. Yeah. enough, we yes, have a spyglass. Do. do you really? Yeah. We have two. <laughs> yes. We have two spyglasses. I've got one in the coat. Okie dokie. So you pull your spyglass out, and you look. It is definitely a small keel ship. It has uh, ports for oars to push out the side. That's about the most you can make out. You can't read a name. You can't really see who's on board. It is way off in the distance. How big are keel? I don't know. What if we capture it is. and drag it, are we keel hauling? Uh, <laughs> so we're talking like a small coastal trader type keel ship? boat. Yes. What's the average like? crew for those things? Uh, average crew is around 20. So about our size. Our, our crew is 20 to 30. A little bit smaller than you guys, but not by much. So 
average crew that. or or max crew is twenty. Yeah, because we have minimum crew right now. But if their max crew is like twenty, then that means they have a much smaller boat. The so minimum sail or the minimum sailors you need on a ship that is a keel boat is fifteen. Okay, so it's yeah, maybe two thirds of our size or something. Correct. Okay, three quarters. It's in our path. Yes, we're catching up to it. Is that what you're saying? With the direction that you're sailing, yes, it is dead ahead. Whatever word you say for go faster. <laughs> I, you're Step the captain. Full go sail. faster. The Full captain. sail. So you look at Zugray and you say, what? Go faster. Can do. Ark will pull. Sooner captain. or later, we're going to have to teach you how to do this. <laughs> I'll do it my way. Uh, Ark will pull Captain Fane aside. Captain, I know that you said that uh, we weren't going to be doing any pillaging or raiding, but we're short on supplies, and I happen to be good, at, very good at that. You think maybe we should take this ship out? Absolutely. Okay, then. That was not very hard to convince you of. Does Kit hear any of this? Uh, you tell me. Um, I was, as much as Art can whisper in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone heard it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The captain. Crimson hears you up in the crow's nest. <laughs> Alyssa hears you down in the villages. So at that point, being master of arms, uh, I would tell the rest of the crew, be ready, have your weapons out, be doing your jobs, we may board this ship. Having the weapons out would make it difficult to do their jobs. Fainful anyway. tugging on his coat. <laughs> so many short people on this ship. Who's tugging on my coat? Me. What's up, Kit? I thought we weren't doing this. Doing what? This. We're not doing anything but sailing right now. Uh-huh. Then why did Ark just say we may be boarding this boat? You said we weren't doing that. Has there been a change of mind? Because maybe you should let us know this. Circumstances have made it necessary that we uh, see what they have on their ship. And the circumstances are great. <laughs> just wondering, you know, just to say one thing, do something else. You know, you kind of need your, your, your people to be backing you because you're honest and telling us what's going on. Remember, this went poorly last time a captain did something like this. The last time we talked about taking ships on a port, you never know who's listening. Okay. Well, I'm listening now. So what, what is the plan here? We we're are gonna, taking ships? We're going to catch up with the ship and see what we have. We're going to make that decision when we get there. Okay. As Master to Arms, he's doing his job. He's preparing for the worst. Okay. I just Arc want to make sure we're on the same page We're the here. best, whatever however yeah. you look at it. Ark nudges <laughs> Captain Fane and winks. He's like, I got you, buddy. I don't have a problem with this. I just need to know so we're on the same side. <laughs> like I said, I need to find out what's going on before I say, yeah, we're going to attack a ship. Okay. All right, well... Given that, Sebastian just kind of shakes his head at the argument between uh, Kitnick and Fane and uh, walks up to the uh, to the wheel where Zugray is enjoying his new box. <laughs> That's right. Standing on his new on his new podium. <laughs> so, my friends, as we're uh, going to chase this down, we need to uh, do some clever sailing with the prevailing winds. What do you think? Uh, how long do you think until we actually catch this? A day? Two? Perhaps. Um, let's see what sails there. We can re retie those and move this and do that. I can probably get us there in maybe a day or so. And so he turns and he points the rest of the crew and goes, Wiggle the back flaps! Point the loady bits! Go, go! <laughs> and we'll end there and pick up with the ship chase next week, everybody. We're finally pirates! Hey! We're catching a ship! <laughs> no, we're not. We're just going to see what happens. <laughs>
not like ten, but they're literally like three hundred for sale. Oh wow! Huh. Yeah. Uh, as he crazy. he pointed out uh, when I was over here to the intro the other day, and I noticed him uh, when I went to Ollie's. <laughs> Ollie's over here has got a bunch yes. of the uh, uh, so many comics, comics and graphic novels, and graphics I, novels. Yes, yeah, uh, like some of the Dark Towers. Yeah, I bought yeah. I bought the three Dark Towers I found. I bought RJ like two or three different Batman ones. What's uh, Ollie's? Ollie's. It's a um, Secondhand. Great stuff for yeah, cheap. It's like, it's like a surplus reseller, so they like buy everything from groceries to flooring to oh, boots mean, and whatnot. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, next, uh, next over, it's over here by East Town. It's in the old Circuit City building. Yeah, okay. over oh, here uh, down why. from Sam's. Okay, and it's yeah, they like like uh, the pair of tan boots you'll see me wearing a lot of times came from there because it was a, a major manufacturer and they got a big like lot of them that they were getting rid of and then resold them for like a quarter of the cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in Europe, uh, those Ali, black shelves that I gave you yeah. came from there originally. I think in Europe, Ollie's is called Trader Joe's North. Like there's two Trader Joe's, there's regular Trader Joe's and then there's like Trader Joe's North. And whenever they migrated them here to the U S they rebranded both of them. Huh. My understanding. Interesting. But they've got, possibly they have some, I mean, like appliances and kitchenware and just a ton of stuff. And sometimes you can find some really good stuff there. I get a lot out. of tea there because they have Twinings tea that normally is like four or five dollars a box. Mm-hmm. For a I mean, we're talking yeah. stuff like they've got like a big thing as head and shoulders shampoo if you need shampoo rugs. there now and all sorts of stuff. Okay. Yeah, rugs. K-cups for Keurigs. Yeah, just <clears throat> books. Like Name old it, it TJ Maxx before TJ Maxx so got too big for themselves. Books. Yeah, basically. Wes, <laughs> you want to go ahead and start off? about to say when was the last time we actually had combat was it the water elementals um proper combat yes yeah, yeah. yeah. cool so and when, before that the wasps and the naga yeah. and half the party died yeah, <laughs> yeah. sorry about that <laughs> and even said. everybody else was going so was that deus uh, ex machina planned <laughs> chad and wes are good matt will you talk yep i'll talk right now davery and then i'll talk valley and talking okay we need a five second pause has it been five seconds? Has that long left? That should be good. <laughs> I was holding my breath. Yeah. <coughs> I'm out of shape. <laughs> I get winded holding my breath. That's oh, worse man. than getting winded uh, playing chess, man. <laughs> I fucking hate it because my sinuses are all jacked chess up. Boxing. Especially in the mornings. Yeah. So when I walk into work, I walk up a flight of fucking stairs. I'm like, because <gasps> I can't breathe. You start to sound like Jesus. a congested walrus? Yes. <laughs> that's what that sounded like. Fucking hell. <laughs> I've done that a few times because I walk up a couple of flights of stairs to my floor every morning and yeah same thing like, <gasps> yeah I just take the elevator everywhere I can <laughs> lazy that's me Sam over here I'm like I get up in the morning and get on my elliptical machine in the garage so <laughs> I feel like I'm dying by the time I'm done <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Let me finish chewing this real quick. That was a bad time to put fucking jerky in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw you chew. getting it and I was like, mm, you're going to regret that. Well, as soon as we started talking, I'm like, fuck. Milk was a bad choice. You can go ahead and just don't pickle me. The taste of milk and beef jerky. That sounds awful. Get the whole cow. (laughs) (laughs) And so you guys... Whoa. That just happened. Yeah, I just like lost my left headphone. I lost my right. That was weird. Uh, This thing fell off. (laughs) Chick, chick. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Testing, testing, testing. His like... 
come out of its uh, metallic. Oh, plate. it's lost the sheathing. That's so, fine. As long as it's working, that's all that matters. You guys, everybody, okay on? Yeah, yep. sounds good. Yeah, yep. I think so. 